Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily Bible reading podcast that goes through the whole Bible in a year. We follow along with the weekly Torah portions and read daily from the Torah, the prophets, the writings, and the apostles. If you want to learn more about the podcast or connect with us online, find us at dailybreadmoms.com. There you'll find information about the journal. Um, that's the Bible reading plan that we use, um, which Bible translation we use, and how to contact us. You'll also see information about how you can support the podcast by becoming a patron and how we can connect with you more. We've got some new things for our sweet patrons and are excited to let you hear from us in more ways beyond the daily Bible readings. So find us at dailybreadmoms.com. We look forward to connecting with you. Let's get to our podcast episode for today. Shalom, it's me, Johanna, your reader today. Today is Tuesday, the 14th of November, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the first day of the month, Kislev. It is Rosh Chodesh, the head of the month. And this is the official start of winter in the Holy Land, according to tradition. This week, our parasha is called Toldot, which means generations. And we're going to start in Genesis. Our passage in Genesis today is 26, 13 through 22. After that, we will read a special new moon reading. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. And the man became great and continued to become greater until he became very great. He acquired livestock of sheep and livestock of cattle and numerous servants. Then the Philistines envied him. All the wells that his father's servants had dug in the days of his father Avraham, the Philistines stopped up and filled with dirt. So Avimelech said to Yitzchak, Go away from us, for you are much more powerful than us. So Yitzchak departed from there, camped in the valley of Gerar, and dwelled there. Then Yitzchak dug again the wells of water that had been dug in the days of his father Avraham. The Philistines had stopped them up after Avraham's death. He gave them the same names that his father had given them. Then Yitzchak's servants dug in the valley and found a well of living water there. But the shepherds of Gerar quarreled with Yitzchak's shepherds, saying, The water is ours. So he named the well Quarrel, because they quarreled with him. Then he dug another well, and they quarreled over it too, so he named it Accusation. Then he moved from there and dug another well, and they did not quarrel over it. So he named it Wide Spaces and said, Because now the Lord has created wide spaces for us, and we will be fruitful in the land. That was Genesis, or Bereshit, 
26, verses 13 through 22. Our portion today from uh, Numbers, it's our special Rosh Chodesh portion, is Numbers 28, 11 through 15. On the first of the month, you are to present to the Lord a burnt offering of two young bulls, one ram, and seven flawless male lambs a year old, with three-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering with each bull, and two-tenths of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering with the ram, and with each lamb a tenth of an ephah of fine flour mixed with oil for a grain offering, a burnt offering as a pleasing aroma, an offering by fire to the Lord. Their drink offerings shall be, per bowl, half a hin of wine, a third of a hin of wine per ram, and a fourth of a hin per lamb. This will be the monthly burnt offering as at each new moon throughout the year. Also, one male goat as a sin offering to the Lord beside the regular burnt offering is to be offered with its drink offering. That was the new moon passage from Numbers 28, 11 through 15. And now our portion for today from the prophets is Judges chapter 11. Now Iftach the Giladite was a mighty man of valor, but he was son of a prostitute, while Gilad was Iftach's father. But Gilad's wife bore him sons, and when the wife's sons grew up, they drove Iftach out and said to him, You won't inherit our father's house, for you are a son of another woman. Then Iftach fled from his brothers and lived in the land of Tov. Some worthless fellows joined with Iftach and went out with him. Now it came about, after a while, that the children of Ammon fought with Israel. When the children of Ammon made war against Israel, the elders of Gilad went to fetch Iftach from the land of Tov. They said to Iftach, Come and be our chief, so we may fight the children of Ammon. Iftach then said to the elders of Gilad, didn't you hate me and drive me out of my father's house? So why are you coming to me now that you're in trouble? Here is why we're now turning to you, the elders of Gilad said to Iftach. Come with us, fight the children of Ammon, and then you will become head over all the inhabitants of Gilad. So Iftach said to the elders of Gilad, If you take me back home to fight the children of Ammon, and the Lord gives them over to me, I should become your head. The elders of Gilad said to Iftach, Let the Lord be witness between us if we don't do as you say. Then Iftach went with the elders of Gilad, and the people made him head and chief over them, after Iftach repeated all his terms before the Lord at Mitzpah. Then Iftach sent messengers to the king of the children of Ammon, saying, what have you to do with me that you have come to me to make war on my land? The king of the children of Ammon answered the messengers of Iftach, Because Israel took away my land when they came up from Egypt, from the Arnon to the Yabok, as far as the Yarden. Now therefore, 
returned them peaceably. But Iftach sent messengers again to the king of the children of Ammon and said to him, Thus says Iftach, Israel did not take away the land of Moab or the land of the children of Ammon. For upon departing from Egypt, Israel traveled through the wilderness to the Sea of Reeds and came to Kadesh. Then Israel sent messengers to the king of Edom, saying, Please let me pass through your land. But the king of Edom would not consent. Similarly, he sent word to the king of Moab, but he would not consent. So Israel, after staying at Kadesh, traveled through the wilderness, around the land of Edom and the land of Moab, came to the east side of the land of Moab, and they camped on the other side of the Arnon. But they did not enter the territory of Moab, for the Arnon was the border of Moab. Then Israel sent messengers to King Sihon of the Amorites, the king of Heshbon, and Israel said to him, Please let us pass through your land to my place. But Sihon did not trust Israel to pass through his territory. So Sihon gathered all his troops, camped in Yahaz, and fought against Israel. But the Lord God of Israel gave Sihon and all his troops into the hand of Israel, and they defeated them. So Israel took possession of all the land of the Amorites, the inhabitants of that country. Thus they possessed all the territory of the Amorites, from the Arnon as far as the Yabok, and from the wilderness as far as the Yarden. So now the Lord God of Israel dispossessed the Amorites from before his people Israel. So should you possess their land? Don't you possess what Chemosh your God gives you to possess? Likewise, whatever the Lord our God has dispossessed from before us, this we will possess. Besides, you are you any better than Balak, son of Tzipor, king of Moab? Did he ever strive against Israel, or did he ever fight against them? While Israel was living in Heshbon and its villages, in Aroer and its villages, and in all the cities on both sides of the Arnon for three hundred years, why didn't you try to recover them all that time? So I myself have not transgressed against you, yet you are doing me harm by waging war against me. May the Lord, the judge, judge today between Bnei Israel and the children of Ammon. However, the king of the children of Ammon paid no attention to the words of Iftach that he sent to them. Then the Ruach of the Lord came upon Iftach, so he marched through Gilad and Menashe, and passed through Mitzpah of Gilad, and from Mitzpah of Gilad, he crossed over to the children of Ammon. Then Iftach vowed a vow to the Lord and said, If you will indeed give the children of Ammon into my hand, then it will be that whatever comes out of the doors of my house to meet me, when I return safely home from the children of Ammon, it will be the Lord's, and I will offer it up as a burnt offering. So Iftach crossed over to the children of Ammon 
to fight against them. And the Lord gave them into his hand. So he utterly defeated them from Aroer until you come to Minit, twenty towns, and as far as Avel Karamim. So the children of Ammon were subdued before Bnei Israel. Now when Iftach arrived at his home in Mitzbah, behold, his daughter was coming out to meet him with tambourines and with dances. Now she was his only child. Besides her, he had no son or daughter. Upon seeing her, he tore his clothes and said, Alas, my daughter, you have made me bow down in grief. You've made me miserable, for I have opened my mouth to the Lord, and I cannot take it back. My father, you have opened your mouth to the Lord, she said to him. Do to me what proceeded from your mouth. Since the Lord brought vengeance on your enemies, the children of Ammon, she said further to her father, Let this thing be done for me. Let me be alone two months, so that I may go to the mountains and mourn my virginity, I and my companions. Go, he said. So he sent her away for two months. So she left, she and her companions, and mourned on the mountains because of her virginity. Then, at the end of two months, she returned to her father, who did with her according to his vow he had made. So she was never intimate with a man. So it became a custom in Israel that the daughters of Israel would go annually to commemorate the daughter of Iftach the Giladite four days in a year. That was Judges chapter 11. Our next portion today is from the writings, and it is Psalm 34. Of David, when he feigned insanity before Avimelech, who drove him away, and he left. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise is continually in my mouth. My soul boasts in the Lord. The humble ones hear of it and rejoice. Magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and delivered me from all my fears. They who looked to him were radiant, and their faces will never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard, and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and delivers them. Taste and see how good the Lord is. Blessed is the one who takes refuge in him. Fear the Lord, his holy ones, for those who fear him lack nothing. Young lions may lack and go hungry, but those who seek the Lord want for no good thing. Come, children, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. Who is the one who delights in life and loves to see good days? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking treachery. Depart from evil and do good. Seek shalom and pursue it. The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their cry. The face of the Lord is against evildoers to cut off the memory of them from the earth. The righteous cry out, and the Lord hears and delivers them from all their troubles. 
The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those crushed in spirit. Many are the distresses of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. He keeps all his bones, not one of them is broken. Evil kills the wicked, those who hate the righteous will be held guilty. The Lord redeems the soul of his servants. No one who takes refuge in him will be held guilty. That was Psalm 34. Our portion today from the Apostles is Matthew 26, verses 1 through 30. Now it happened that when Yeshua had finished all these words, he said to his disciples, You know that Passover comes in two days, and the Son of Man will be handed over to be executed. Then the ruling Kohanim and elders of the people were gathered together in the court of the Kohen Gadol, named Caiaphas. They plotted together in order that they might seize Yeshua by stealth and kill him. But not during the festival, they were saying, so there won't be a riot among the people. Now, while Yeshua was in Bethany at the house of Shimon HaMetzorah, a woman came up to him with an alabaster jar of very expensive oil, and she poured it on his head as he was reclining at the table. But when the disciples saw this, they were indignant, saying, Why this waste? It could have been sold for a lot and the money given to the poor. But Yeshua, knowing this, said to them, Why do you cause trouble for this woman? She has done me a mitzvah. You always have the poor with you, but you won't always have me. For when she poured this oil on my body, she did it to prepare me for burial. Amen, I tell you. Wherever this good news is proclaimed in all the world, what she has done will also be told in memory of her. Then one of the twelve, the one called Yehuda of Kriot, went to the ruling Kohanim and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? And they weighed out thirty shekels of silver for him. From then on, Yehuda began looking for a chance to hand him over. Now on the first day of Matzah, the disciples came to Yeshua, saying, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My time is near. At your house I am to keep the Passover with my disciples. This, the disciples did as Yeshua had ordered them, and they prepared the Passover. Now when it was evening, Yeshua was reclining at the table with the twelve. As they were eating, he said, Amen, I tell you, one of you will betray me. And being very sorrowful, they began each one to say to him, I am not the one, am I, Master? And he replied, The one who dipped his hand in the bowl with me, he is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes, just as it is written about him. But woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that man if he had not been born. And Yehuda, the one betraying him, replied, I'm not the one, am I, Rabbi? Yeshua said to him, You've said it yourself. 
that while they were eating, Yeshua took matzah, and after he offered the bracha, he broke and gave to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took a cup, and after giving thanks, he gave to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you, for this is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the removal of sins. But I say to you, I will never drink of this fruit of the vine from now on, until the day when I drink it anew with you in my Father's kingdom. After singing the Hallel, they went out to the Mount of Olives. That was Matthew 26, verses 1 through 30. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, uh, you can read Romans 11, 1 through 16 today as well. Well, that's it for our episode for today. I know it is coming to you quite late in the day, and um, so many things have just been, um, seems like, Everything is coming up to distract me from recording this message, but it's finally done. And I thank you for your patience and understanding. Thank you all for your prayers, for our family, for Israel at this time. We appreciate it so much and we need it. And uh, please continue to pray because this is um, a very difficult time for Israel, as I, I know you all know that. So thank you so much and have a blessed day. Thank you.